Blog Talk Radio. Chatting Share is presented by the writers and illustrators of the future. They've been providing a means for new and budding writers to have a chance for creative efforts to be seen and acknowledged. Welcome to Chatting Sherry. Today we welcome Emily Hu. It's a show from an Australian entertainer. She's a children's singer. She has a debut album, A Day for Adventure. And we talk about how she came about with the concept, who Emily Hu is, and how your children can take part. Uh, here's Emily. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I, I want to hear all about Emily Who and all about how you came about with that kind of idea and and uh, the whole concept. But let's first talk about uh, where did it come from? How did you come up with the name? Where did you come up with the idea of doing a children's show? Yeah, um, well, basically, uh, I finished drama school and then um, was lucky enough to actually be cast in a children's television show here in Australia called Jay's Jungle. And um, out of that, I sort of discovered that I really love performing for young children um, and uh, teamed up with some... Uh, really incredible people to, and we made a little team. So there's three of us on the Emily Who team, um, myself, uh, Peter Bailey and Robin Gist. And um, we had this meeting and they had watched a bit of Jay's Jungle and um, Rob uh, was a music producer and Peter Bailey is an incredible songwriter. And um, we had this meeting and we said, okay, well, what if, what if we write some children's music together? What if we sort of team up and, uh, and you know, it'll sort of be my face and voice, but we'll work as a team to create songs um, and see what happens. <laughs> and it really just uh, started from that and started as just for fun, the three of us um, creating songs, and then it's sort of grown, grown from there into obviously a, a professional thing. Um, and... Yeah, and we and we decided to use my name, Emily, and um, and one of the things we talked about was what can we what what can we offer, what can we bring to this world of children's performing, and what what are the kind of messages that we want to introduce um, to children, and uh, and so one of the things was talking about well. Who, who can you be and, and empowering children to be whoever they want to be um, and in fact our very first song on our album which is called A Day for Adventure is called Who is Emily Today and it's all about being whoever you want to be um, and so we've kind of kept with that sort of theme and so that's part of why it's why I'm called Emily Who and, um, and then we've used the word who as we've continued to write Songs, and we even have made up our very own dance move called the Who. <laughs> and um, and actually, I've got a YouTube clip of, of me dancing the Who, which features lots of kids dancing around doing the Who as well. <laughs> that is so cute. Um, yeah. So, what kind of um, things do you encourage, like astronomer or a banker? I mean, what? I mean, do you have like? A certain type of person or anything or how do you well 
<laughs> well, in the song, um, we have um, it does does feature, I suppose, sort of jobs and things. So, like, um, there's lyrics about being a firefighter. Um, there's lyrics about being, yeah, an astronaut and flying into space, um, being a cleaner and making everything sparkly clean, um, being a scientist, being an artist, um, and that's the idea: is is you don't have to be constricted. You can you can go and be whatever you want. Um, and and in the song as well, it's about dressing up as well. So it's kind of a game as well as using your imagination. Um, for what you might be when you grow up, but also just having fun in the moment and playing and putting on some dress-ups and trying different things as well. Do you, um, <laughs> before the pandemic, do you do a live kit shows or do you do, um, is it all done by video or is it, how, how's it done exactly? Um, yeah, so we have, um, we released the first album in August last year, so that's on iTunes and Spotify, and then since then we've uh, been lucky enough to create some video clips, so some of the songs we've turned into music videos, which are on YouTube, and, um, and then from releasing the album, the plan absolutely was for 2020 to be live shows. In fact, I was supposed to be performing in a fantastic festival in Bologna in Italy um, in March uh, but unfortunately that didn't happen and then I was also supposed to be performing in a festival children's festival in Sweden um, in May I think that was going to be so both of those things were cancelled which was very sad but uh, it was amazing to be selected to have the opportunity to learn in those amazing festivals and, and watch other performers as well to learn from them. Uh, and then the idea was always to do performances, live performances in preschools and kindergartens around Australia and then hopefully the rest of the world. Um, but uh, obviously that's kind of taken a little bit of a back step while we're dealing with COVID, yeah. um, which is fine because it's better to for everybody to be safe and healthy. Um, so what I've been doing instead is I've done a couple of live on Zoom shows um, where I'll, I'll sing one of my Emily Who songs from my album and tell a story and um, maybe do like a nursery rhyme. And then I've teamed up with uh, a, a lady called Virginia who runs a thing called Alan's Activities. And that's all about... Um, doing fun activities as well. So she and I have come up with a theme and um, create this sort of live on Zoom show, which we then post on YouTube as well. So there's a couple already up on YouTube um, of some live Zoom shows. And then, yeah, hopefully we'll get the opportunity to do some more actual um, live performances. Um, but also we are very lucky in that uh, I've had the opportunity to do some other writing and creating. Um, so one of the things that I do is I usually will perform with an orchestra once a year um, and if you don't know what an orchestra is it's a, when all lots of different musicians all play together and um, I run a children's show for Karingai Philharmonic Orchestra here in Australia and um, obviously that also was cancelled this year uh, so I've actually crea been creating been writing a um, a web series online with a group called Arcadia Wind Quintet, um, Arcadia Winds, and um, I've been working with them to create actually a little web series all about music, 
and Emily who goes on an adventure under the sea. Mm. That, so that'll be that'll be released <laughs> in um, a month or a couple of months. So we've just literally been performing that, um, filming and, and editing that. What kind of costumes do you wear when you do these shows? Uh, so Emily, who has her very own overalls with question marks on it, and I have a, a lovely blue headband and a purple T-shirt, um, and that's my they're my adventure and performing clothes. Um, but in that in that new web series that'll be coming out soon, um, Emily, who was going on an adventure with and meeting musical pirates. Ooh. So, um, can imagine the musical pirate costumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. <laughs> um, orchestras are really cool. I was I grew up in LA and we used to go to the Hollywood Bowl and see all kinds of different orchestras. There there's all kinds. Is it like a symphony orchestra or is it is it like a a mix like jazz music and all the different kinds? How how, how what kind of music? Um, so the usually I do. Um, I've been working with this group called Karingai Philharmonic Orchestra, um, and yeah, I'd say that's sort of similar to to symphony orchestra. Um, uh, so all, all um, you know, you've got violins, violas, cellos um, in your string section, um, the double bass, and then and then you've got your winds and your brass and your percussion. Um, so all the different instruments. And um, when we do the kids' proms shows, that's uh, a chance for children to have a listen to the orchestra playing all together, but also to meet the different instruments. And that's what we've done in this web series as well. So if you want to watch it when it comes out, the Arcadia Winds, that's a wind quintet. So there's just five musicians. Um, so we've got a flute, clarinet, oboe, uh, bassoon and horn um, and we learn all about those individual instruments but we also get to hear them play together and we get to learn about the different things that happen in music like if it plays loud or soft or fast or slow um, and it's a great way for children to get to know music yeah I love music is is it going to be all so when they do these teaching are they going to be uh, showing um them how to play different uh, things at each one, or is it going to be at all together, or how is it going to be separated, like a different episode for a different instrument? How's that going to work? Yeah, so it's a different episode for a different instrument. So each of the Arcadia Winds has a pirate name. So we've got Captain Clarinet, and Buccaneer Bassoon, <laughs> and Fearless Flute, and um, Hook Hand Horn. And Officer Oboe, so they're all pirates, and each episode you get to meet the different instrument and the different person, obviously. Um, but Emily, who I'm in all of them, and uh, I get to go adventuring under the sea and, and exploring as I learn about the music. Um, oh, and the other thing, um, while we've been in the pandemic and we've not been able to go outside as much and not been able to do concerts, um, I actually teamed up with some other children's performers in Australia and actually one Canadian, um, and uh, we I created a show called the Kids' Couch Concert. And in fact, I made two, so there's Kids' Couch Concert and there's Kids' Couch Concert 2. Um, and actually, they're still available for download on Vimeo. 
and um, what I did was I created an opportunity for children. So anybody listening to this who is a child or has children or knows children, um, I created these concerts that you can uh, watch and each you get to listen to lots of different children's performers um, sing their songs um, right from your couch. And I'm on my couch too, so it's hosted by Emily Hu, so I'm there and watching from my couch and singing for you from my couch as well. <laughs> now, when you're hosting, uh, are you um, are you singing with the, the different people or is it just explaining how it works? Is it a musical performance for each of those? Yeah, so most of them are musical. Um, there's lots of uh, children's singers, but in the first concert we also have a clown um, who does some some funny things and in the second concert we have a bubble expert so he blows some amazing bubbles um, and then when I'm hosting basically I am enjoying watching the performers uh, with the kids watching um, and then I'll talk about the different things that we learnt so for instance um, the Micmacs they were in the concert, the second concert and they were very famous um, children's performers and they um, sing a song all about opposites so then uh, when it cuts back to me on my couch I talk about learning um, opposites um, so things, things like that and then yeah I, I also uh, sing a couple of my songs as well from my CD and how do uh, is there like a website where people can go and see all these different things or is it on YouTube or yeah, is there so a place that it all comes together <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, they're all kind of in different places because they're all different projects. But um, if you if you were to follow Emily who on Instagram or Facebook, I always put my updates there about what's happening. Um, but the Kids Couch concerts uh, on Vimeo, so it's it, it's literally um, Vimeo dot com slash on demand slash Kids Couch concert. Um, or Kids Couch Concert 2, if you want the second one. So, um, so they're they're on Vimeo on demand, and yeah. But I always I always do lots of posts, and there's a there's a Kids Couch Concert Facebook page as well, which is just Kids Couch Concert hosted by Emily Hu. Um, so that's got links on there that are easy to click. And when you do these shows, is there a point where they're interactive, um, like when you do um, the couch one or? Do you talk to the kids? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about. So the Kids Couch Concert is a chance for all of us to enjoy doing something when we maybe can't go and watch a real-life concert. Um, and so absolutely includes watching from your couch but also getting up and moving around. And in the Arcadia Winds um, web series that's coming out in a few months, that as well because we're listening to music and exploring different types of music um, we absolutely get up and move around and I do it with you so you can move around with Emily who they're, they're all interactive for sure yeah um, so are you going to have an adventure in space <laughs> that's one of my favorites <laughs> you, you're having it um, under the ocean going to have it over <laughs> um, well actually the very first show that I wrote uh, for the Karingai Philharmonic Orchestra which was a live um, orchestra show, that was exactly what we did. I was astronaut Emily, and um, we went on a space adventure. 
listening to different types of music to help us adventure through space. So I've already got a show written about space, so I, I um, plan to either turn that into a web series or hopefully um, get to perform that live, perhaps with other orchestras, um, because it's already written and, and done. So, yes, and uh, absolutely that was lots of fun doing a, doing a show about space. We also did a, one about magic, and I learned some magic tricks, um, so that was really fun. And then uh, this year's Karindai Philharmonic Orchestra um, show was going to be about the circus. So I started learning how to juggle and riding a unicycle and things like that, so I'll be ready for next year when we do our circus show. <laughs> you can ride a unicycle? Yeah, believe it or not, I learned how to ride one when I was at school. Um, we had circus skills, a uh, circus skills program at school, and one of the things we did was learn how to ride a unicycle. Oh before, God. in fact, I'd ever even ridden a bike, so I learned how to ride a unicycle before I <laughs> learned how to ride a bike. Um, but, I mean, it's uh, it, it, that was a very long time ago, and it is very tricky, but I, I recently bought one um, so that I could <laughs> have a go at relearning how to do it, so hopefully I'll have it ready for when we get to do live concerts again, and I'll, I can do one on a unicycle. Do you, can you do the stilts too? Oh, that's a good thought. I haven't I haven't got any stilts, so I haven't had the chance to practice. But that was in the circus skills course back in the day. <laughs> um, I ha It's silly. Uh, there was an old show called The Lucy Show with Lucille Ball, and there was this episode with stilts. One of her sons was learning how to walk on stilts. And she was, uh, they, it's a long story, but uh, the two adult women are sleeping in bunk beds. And they, unless one of them was able to step on the bunk bed, there was no way to get up there. But she didn't want to wake her friend, so she went on stilts. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Her going basically around the entire room before she finally got into the bed. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so that's what made me think. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but I remember seeing um, clowns on stilts, I mean, on parades and stuff, so I just thought maybe that would be one mm. of the skills they taught you. Yeah, I, I think that we did. It was a very long time ago, so I can't remember. But, but I'll be working on... Um, I had started writing the show before I went overseas, um, but obviously with the way that the world is at the moment. Uh, we can't do that live show until next year. So I've got a lot of time to write it, but also to practice my circus skills. So I'll be ready for that. I just, I'm just trying to picture you on a unicycle. It must be cute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'll, I'll practice, and then, um, and then I'll have to take a video or at least some photos. <laughs> is it one of those tall ones or a short one? Uh, uh, just normal, normal size, like like a bike. So. Oh, because the one I remember seeing is really, uh, it, was, it was an old one, but it was like really tall, like the size of a tall, like a six feet man, and he had to climb up. No, thankfully it's not that. It's not like that. Okay, so it's like a bicycle, so that's a lot less stressful. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So you're safer. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, so, uh, it, like you said that uh, Emily Who's, so they can be anything. Uh, have you had any um, kids asking for, like, I want to do this, will you do a show for that, with this kind of thing that I want to do? Um, I'm not really sure what you mean. Like you said that basically Emily Who means who do you want to be today? So what I wanted mm -hmm. to know is, have you gotten, like, any messages from any kids saying, well, I want to be a, um, I want to be an explorer. So do they, like, write you and say, could you do an, a show about being an explorer? Or I want to be um, a lion tamer or whatever. Um, <laughs> I just can't think of the things right now, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I, I do know what you mean now. Um yeah, it's. I guess uh, that's just sort of one, one concept. And and our and our first album was called A Day for Adventure. So we have, we have songs about all sorts of different things, uh, adventuring around. Um, but certainly, I do get messages from from fans, um, and uh, sometimes. Sometimes they are, they are, you know, oh, we need, I wish there was a song about this, an Emily Who song about this. Um, and sometimes um, they might, uh, you know, request a happy birthday or something like that or um, that sort of thing. Not not so much can you write a whole show about. <laughs> about oh, no, I didn't mean a whole show. I just meant like a song. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a few um, nieces and nephews and things as well. So they're sort of, they get to practice they're my practice audience so sometimes I'll write some songs and send them out to my nieces and nephews and get some feedback about whether they like them and then yeah sometimes um, I'll, I will get a little bit of an idea on what songs to write so for instance I've got a, a nonsense song on the first album which is called Horsey in the Cafe and that song idea came about because I was babysitting my niece who was I think about three at the time and in the local cafe, there was a rocking horse. And she used to just say, can we go to the horsey in the cafe? <laughs> and I was like, what horsey in the cafe? Um, and then uh, and then actually I was babysitting some other, other children. Um, and we were playing all sorts of imagination games about, you know, oh, I'm going to imagine that I'm on the couch, but it's a boat. And, oh, my goodness, I can see some penguins over there. I've got to take some photos. And, you know, that kind of exploring and adventuring using your imagination. So I wrote a song that's called Horsey in a Cafe, and that's all about using your imagination. But all of the ideas in that song came from uh, playing with actual kids. <laughs> they, they gave me the ideas, um, and I basically just put it together. Made a bit of a nonsense song, but there's, we do um, those kind of things like nonsense and imagination. Um, but we've also make sure that we write songs about uh, that, that have educational value as well. So I've got a song called "Count with Me," which is all about obviously counting. We've got a song um, about uh, I spy, playing the game I spy, so using different letters of the alphabet. Um, and then we've just been writing new songs, actually. We've got a new album that will be released in a few months. Uh, and so on there, we've made sure we've got some things like naming the days of the week uh, and remembering remembering those. So making sure that we both have fun and exciting songs as well um, 
well, I mean, they're all fun and exciting, but educational songs as well as just playful songs. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, is it so it's like fun but educational at the same time? Absolutely, yeah. And what's the age range for the kids that could be watching? Uh, usually we, we sort of are aiming um, around preschool age. I'm, I'm not sure if it's called preschool where you are, but... Um, it is. So, <laughs> yeah, so sort of to, to about maybe five. Um, but absolutely, I've, I've known slightly older kids, six or seven-year-olds that have, that have liked the songs, um, as well as slightly younger, zero to one as well, have enjoyed them. So, But but usually sort of the, the main target audience and the, the main kids that seem to enjoy it the most are between the ages of about two and five. And um, do you have, like, puppets or anything else that you use to help you with your demonstrations of whatever whatever the topic is? Uh, yeah, so in my Christmas song, um, I actually wrote a Christmas song in 2018, I think it was, and um, that was actually hilarious because I'd been asked to perform at a carols event, an outdoor carols event, and um, they wanted me to sing a, a Christmas carol, but then they, I said, oh, it, could I perform an Emily Who song? And they said, oh, yes, you can. Um, do you have a Christmas song? And I went, oh, no, I don't have a Christmas song. So I met up with my team and uh, we created a Christmas song which I then performed, and um, that's on YouTube. And in the YouTube clip for my Christmas song, we had some sock puppets, which we made, um, and they they were dancing along, and um, they were very cute, so, so we made some sock puppets for that. Uh, and then I also have, um, I have a song called Pets Are Great, which is obviously all about how great pets are, and um, I have a, a cat puppet, that I use and have used in live shows. So when I was traveling to Italy, I didn't make it all the way to Italy because COVID happened. Um, but I did land in London and spent a little bit of time there. And I actually got to do a couple of performances in preschools in London when I was there earlier this year. And um, and I used the cat puppet there and actually made friends with a lovely lady who's really, really amazing at uh, creating things and knitting. And she is uh, is actually, I've commissioned her to make a dog puppet in the same dimensions as the cat puppet. So Aww. in the future, when I perform Pets Are Great, I'll have a, a cat and a dog. That's great. Because I think that there's too much prejudice. Everybody should love all animals. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you listen to my song Pets Are Great, we mention... Pretty much every pet. Because <laughs> um, that's one thing I, that always bothered me when I was a little girl. They used to say you either have to be a dog person or a cat person, then you can't be both. That dog people don't like cat people and cat people don't like dog people. And I'm like, but I love everything. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. understand it. I loved all animals. <laughs> yes, that, that does tend to be a thing, doesn't it? But um, yes, my. My Emily Who's song, Pets Are Great, is just literally all about how all pets are great. <laughs> yep. I agree. Yes. <laughs> Do you have um, anything about the zoo, about all animals, or like maybe a safari, or a, like a photography safari, or anything that shows animals, or... Um, well, speaking of going under the sea, I do have a song called Deep Blue Sea, 
and that's all about the um, different sea creatures that you might find under the sea. That's uh, cool. Whales and sharks and turtles um, and jellyfish. Um, so I've got that, and then uh, in my nonsense song, there's a few. I've also got a little poem about a bunny rabbit. Um, but no zoo, no zoo animals as yet. Okay. I do have an Australian animal song um, that will be released very soon as well, um, and that's all about the animals that you might find in Australia, which are unique and special. Which are very <laughs> unique and special. That's right. And in that song, um, it's very interactive and invites children to have a go at doing the different things like the animal like jumping up and down like a kangaroo because and in um, Australia and New Zealand you guys have animals that are only there that's nowhere else in the world so that's why they're really different and special and that's right yeah we've got koalas and um, platypus and um, yeah kangaroos and so my new Australian animal song explores all of those I love platypuses. I know that they're mm. not the prettiest creature in the world, but they're just, they're so, they're so ugly, they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like them. Um, a dear friend of mine actually lives in Tasmania in Australia, and she has a lovely big property, and that has um, a, a platypus that lives on the property. So whenever I go and visit there, we, we go down to the pond to try and spot the platypus. I love them. I love those. I love turtles. We used to, we had a neighbor who had a turtle who would mm. escape under the fence. So we basically wow. adopted the turtle too, because he was there almost every day. We called, we had a great deal of imagination. We called him Tommy the Turtle. <laughs> 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 but it was like, I mean, he used, he would, it was like he wanted to come visit. Mm. <laughs> Oh, it sounds very cute. I think my mum had turtles. Got turtles. They're cool. <laughs> turtles are cool. And not really a thing in Australia. No, I don't think many people have, have turtles. Not the right environment. That's true. That's true. Tortoises. It's interesting what a turtle has to go through just to survive. I mean, um, I forgot. It's near Australia, but there's an island that they spawn their turtles. And uh, Galapagos Island? It's a Galapagos. I think it is, yeah. And they actually, after the mother and father do their thing, they leave. And their babies are basically, when they are born, they're on their own. But they have to go through a gauntlet. Mm. So they yeah. basically have to go through all this stuff just to get into the ocean. And even getting into the ocean is there's some danger. So they're very brave. So when you meet a turtle, make friends. They're brave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. I think, are, are they tortoises? They're tortoises, I think, on Galapagos. Galapagos. But we have, um, we have turtles, and, and uh, in my series that I've been working on with the Arcadia Winds, um, we talk about the slow-swimming turtle, and in my song as well, Deep Blue Sea, and we swim about, uh, sing about the turtle. Um in the Great Barrier Reef, which is a, an amazing coral reef in Australia. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the most amazing coral reefs in the world. Mm, yeah. It has more life in it than most coral reefs anywhere. It's just a mm. special place. Must yeah, be I've, been, um, I've been scuba diving in the Great Barrier Reef. It's pretty amazing. 
I haven't. I haven't been to Australia, but I've read and seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you watch the new web series that I've written, that's we pretend that we are scuba diving in the Great Barrier Reef in that, so you can watch that and uh, and you can imagine that you're there. Sounds cool. Um, we're coming to the end. Could you give your website, uh, you said you don't have a website, Instagram, what your handle is, and your Facebook handle? Yes, so if you just go on Instagram um, and find Emily Who, on Instagram it's underscore Emily underscore Who, um, and Facebook is Emily Who. I'm also on YouTube, which is um, youtube.com slash C, C for children, slash Emily Who. Um, and uh, and then if you want to watch the kids' couch concerts, it's vimeo.com slash on demand slash kids' couch concert. And then you can add a two to that if you want to watch the second one. Cool. So there's lots of things. But if you follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you'll get all of the news of what Emily Who is up to, including my second album, which will be coming out very soon, and um, all of these other exciting projects as well. Cool. Uh, do you have the date for the album? Oh, I don't have a date yet. It's nearly finished. We've been working very hard, um, but we've had a few really amazing opportunities which have slowed the final few songs down, but I would expect in the next couple of months. So the last one was released in August last year, so I would expect um, around August for this second one, but we'll see. Okay. Have to have to follow me on social media to find out. Sounds fair. <laughs> that sounds fair. Uh, thank, yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on, Emily. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, hopefully um, whoever's listening can have a listen to my songs, and I hope you like them. And thanks for having me. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry. For an opportunity to win a CD, please check my Facebook uh, page, Chatting with Sherry, and put a little note in there um, that you loved Emily Who. And if you have a child, either say what the child like to be, you know, who the child would like to be, or as bonus points, they can dress up as what they want to be in a little pic. Um, thank you for chatting with Sherry. <laughs> Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.